Good morning. I am so glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you a million times over for your presence, for all of the, the prayers you've been telling me along the way that you're praying for me, for us, for this effort. Thank you for your prayers and preparation. And thanks to all of those who in a myriad of ways have put together today's program and are continuing in this work. We're only just beginning. Today is really a, a stepping point. It's not the end of something, but something incredibly exciting. So thank you, one and all. I wish to welcome you very warmly here to St. Charles High School, and I want to thank St. Gabriel Radio for broadcasting and say a word of welcome to all those who are joining us by way of the live stream and the radio broadcast. It's good that we can be together to pray. Amen. You might think about these days that as those early days for the apostles and for the early Christians, having experienced the resurrection of the Lord we are told that those days between his resurrection and ascension were not uneventful days, but days for those early believers to encounter the Lord Jesus, to listen to him, to be with him, now risen from the dead. And then at his ascension, to hear that commission to go, and announce the gospel to all the nations with the assurance that he is with us always. In a sense, we've been doing that in days of preparation for today. Yesterday, many of us gathered in prayer, kind of in vigil, at the cathedral to be in the presence of our risen Lord. That's simple. Simply to be in the presence of of the risen Lord, like those early proclaimers of the gospel. And then, today, to listen to that mandate he also gave at the, at the ascension, and pray, wait for the Spirit to come upon you. And so today we begin by invoking the help, the guidance, and the assistance of the Holy Spirit upon our day, but upon the work that lies ahead. You know, St. Augustine, who the church commemorates today, when he was a bishop, he had the occasion, of course, to dedicate church buildings. And one of his homilies is preserved. In fact, it's in the office of reading for the dedication of a church. And so, see, technically challenged, technologically challenged here, sorry. <laughs> he preaches at a dedication and he says, you know, what was done when this church was being built is very similar to when believers are built up by Christ. 
when they first come to believe, they're like the timber and the stone taken from the woods and the mountains, gathering up all the materials, proclaiming the word, right? In their instruction, baptism and formation, they are, so to speak, shaped and leveled and smoothed by the hands of carpenters and craftsmen. We're formed. Then he says, you know, Christians do not make a house of God until they are one in charity. The timber and the stones must fit together in an orderly plan. They must be joined together in perfect harmony. And they must give each other support as if it were of love, or no one would ever enter that building. Isn't that true? If we didn't know that all the pieces were shaped together, kind of, you have to think about that, what goes on. They, 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 they're adjusted. They go through changes. They, they are reformed. The, the wood, the stone, so that there's a harmony. Not only would you have to wear a hard hat, but you'd be afraid of everything coming caving in on you, right? If it didn't happen that right way. And so it is with the Church of Jesus Christ. You and I are gathered from afar, formed and shaped, but knit together in a bond of charity, a bond of love in Jesus Christ. St. Paul speaks to us today in that second reading in his letter to the Corinthians about the different gifts of the Holy Spirit that are manifested differently in each and every one of us. And yet, how the Holy Spirit brings them all together. Indeed, it's the Holy Spirit working on the mind and the lips of the one who proclaims the gospel, but it's the same Holy Spirit working in the ears and the heart of the one who hears it. It's the Holy, same Holy Spirit that brings about healing and knits together, forming us as that body of Jesus Christ. We know that. We proclaim this reading all the time. But today we really try to absorb that as we look to build up the church here in central Ohio. We think today of the many, many blessings already here, the way that the Holy Spirit is already working within this great diocese as we celebrate that, that great mix of culture, of many different nations, of different ethnic experiences, each bringing something of blessing to the whole of the church. When I speak of diversity, 
here in Ohio, I think of something very different than I did back on Long Island. Because as you go from parish to parish and place to place, we have that wonderful mix of city, suburban, rural life, people living so many different kinds of experiences and seeking and bringing Christ into those situations. We think of the great blessings that God has bestowed upon us in the faith of all of you. You who gather here today, you who join us by radio and uh, live stream. I think of your family life. I think of the sacrifices that you are making so that your children might know Jesus Christ. I think of your tears like yesterday we celebrated St. Monica. And I think of your mercy and your work of healing, of caring for those who are suffering here in the body of his church. That's the Holy Spirit at work, accomplishing something different, something particular in each and every one of us, but joining it together in such a powerful way. I think of the great missionary movements that are so alive here in central Ohio. I just can't get over it. I count my blessings every single day. I think of the flourishing of religious life right here in this diocese. I think of the dedication, the extraordinary dedication to the sacred heart of Jesus and how, that, how many, many homes and families have made that enthronement. And I think of our parish teams, our priests, our deacons, again the religious, our seminarians, and all of those parish teams, professional and volunteer in our parishes, our schools, and so many institutions. God has already been doing great things. But today, we call upon that gift of the Holy Spirit to lead us in new directions, to inspire us, and to give us the courage to follow those promptings. It can be scary at times, and the unfamiliar will shake us up a little bit. But God is always at work. And God is always doing something amazing and something different, isn't he? God is always at it. That image that comes to us from Isaiah, shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse. To me, that evokes all these images of Advent and beauty and all of that, right? We're talking about a tree stump. We're talking about a tree stump. We're talking about a sign of destruction. And yet, Isaiah says, God is going to do something amazing. Even here? No, no, no. Especially here. And we, with the benefit of knowing 
biblical history and knowing what God, in fact, did do, we can be amazed. If God could do that with a tree stump, imagine what God could do with what's already happening here with the goodwill of so many generous and courageous people. Imagine what God could do by bestowing the power of the Holy Spirit upon us as we take bold new steps into the future together, proclaiming the real presence of Jesus Christ and the real future of his church right here and into the years ahead. Amen. Amen.